welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Monday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the place that you go for all of your needs when it comes to the car buying experience. There is no better place than Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at Two Rivers Ford. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered at their three different locations. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A to Z Sports, gets you in on all the action. In the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I'll tell you more about the offer that they have for you later on. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. That's where you go. For your dream address without the stress, trust the Ashton team, just like the Titans and the Preds do. So, free agency has been, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to call it disappointing, but it's been more low key than last week because of how insane last week was, where Khalil Mack is one of the smaller transactions that take place, where the quarterbacks are moving all over the place, or in the case of Aaron Rodgers not moving, and now with Tom Brady back in the mix, this changes the dynamic for a lot of teams. And then there's the Titans, who slow-played it today with a couple of transactions, nothing crazy, but two in particular, three in particular, that make sense for the football team, but aren't going to, you know, they're not going to blow you away with the names and the numbers at this point. Now, maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing, and we'll go through those things over the course of tonight's show. But for the Titans, I'm curious to know how you feel about their approach to the start of free agency, even though free agency doesn't technically begin until Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time. It's your Two Rivers Ford take in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll also talk about what's happening in the AFC South because the Jags are throwing money at everybody and the Colts are <laughs> trying to trade for Deshaun Watson and getting shut down because, of course, they are. Give me one word to describe the Titans' start to free agency, though, in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. That, of course, is Two Rivers Ford. You can do the Built for You program at Two Rivers Ford, which guarantees that you will get any Ford vehicle, any color with any customizable options, Two Rivers Ford will build the vehicle for you and deliver it right to your door. It's one of many ways that Two Rivers Ford focuses on customer satisfaction. You don't want to screw around with waiting or waiting for different vehicles to come in that don't necessarily have all of the things that you want or have some of the things that you like, but some things that you'd like to do away with. Save yourself the trouble and hassle and do the Built for You program at Two Rivers Ford today. So, One word to describe the Titans' approach to free agency so far, because three transactions are the sum of what they did on on, after the opening or after the open of the window for legal tampering, which happened at 11 a.m. Central Time. So you're kind of looking at a couple of different positions, a couple of positions in free agency that have quite a bit of depth, and you're saying, okay. How much better can the Titans make this roster right out of the gate? We know where their needs are, their needs on the offensive side of the ball. And in doing so today, I thought it was interesting 
that the three moves that they made, Jeff Swain, as first reported by John Glennon of uh, Sports Illustrated now, I believe, he signed a one-year extension with Tennessee. So one of the three unrestricted free agent tight ends comes back. Now, is Jeff Swain the solution at tight end? No. Is he, in a perfect world, your starter at tight end? Uh, you better hope not. You just lived that experience. And with all due respect to Jeff, like they, he has limitations as a player, specifically in what they need out of a blocker in tight ends. Then they add two offensive linemen. So one tight end that they bring back to Tennessee and Ben Jones, who signs a two-year $14 million extension with the Titans, keeps Ben Jones home. I have not seen the details yet released on his contract, but I imagine that 2022 is structured in a way that is cap palatable, for lack of a better term, given that you know he just signed for two years what Jason Kelsey just signed for one. And then there's Jamarco Jones, who comes here on a two-year $5.75 million deal. He's this year's version of Dennis Kelly or Kendall Lamb or Swing Tackle X, who has spent time in Seattle, got uh, a couple of starts last year with some injuries on the Seahawks front, but nothing sexy, right? Nothing crazy for the Titans. But I think moves that all of us would look at and say, rationally, okay, like I get what they're doing there, even if it's not the big splash. So Evan on Facebook Live says they're spending smart money. And I would agree, right? Now, there are teams, and there's been, I think in the last like six or seven years, maybe five or six years, the teams that have spent the most in free agency see at minimum the following season a an improvement of three wins in that following regular season. I believe Field Yates had that statistic. Forgive me, I don't remember whether it was five or six years that that went back, but that's like teams like the Patriots who spent all kinds of money, did see their situation improve, made the postseason, but obviously it wasn't good enough, but it helped you kind of get heading in the right direction post Tom Brady. The Titans are not spending crazy money, right? They're not throwing out. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about the Christian Kirk deal, man, um, because that, that contract is insane, but they're not throwing out crazy money at this point and not really adding anything that would say to you and would signal to you, okay, this is like they're in on the arms race at this point in the rest of the AFC where you see crazy contracts going all out over the place. You've got, you know, teams like Pittsburgh trying to keep the dream alive with a player like Mitch Trubisky, who's going to be their starting quarterback. So Jeff Swain, Jamarco Jones, and Ben Jones were the two additions or were the three contracts signed today, not signed today, well, maybe signed today, but not made official until Wednesday at 3 p.m. And you're looking around at all of this and saying, okay, well, when do you kind of, when do you get in the fight, right? When do you go for the big name players that are out there? Von Miller, Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, technically Devontae Adams. I mean, Stefan Gilmore, who may be past the peak of his powers, but there's still a lot of interesting names out on the unrestricted free agent market right now that have not yet signed deals. So when I ask you to describe in one word the situation for Tennessee so far in free agency, I'm curious to know what your uh, what your word would be. 
We got Swain, says Anthony Hill. So the one word is Swain at this point, I suppose. Uh, for Chris Frazier, he just says ass. Well, Chris, again, be patient. There will be additional moves to come. And by the way, they need to clear more salary cap. Bryce Erickson says broke. We are broke. Well, they're going to have to get themselves unbroke in the next day and a half, basically, because they'll have to be cap compliant at minimum. And there's plenty of reason to believe that they will continue to add players in free agency, even if it's not like the big, like I mentioned Jarvis Landry. Uh, in doing a little more research today, Jarvis Landry is absolutely not coming to Tennessee. I did not remember back in, I think this was 2018, Jarvis Landry was asked about Ryan Tannehill. This was, I think, when Jarvis Landry signed with, signed with the Browns. He had not heard from Ryan Tannehill since Jarvis had left Miami. And I apparently Jarvis Landry and Ryan Tannehill didn't have much of a relationship at all with the Dolphins. Jarvis Landry spoke to that. Maybe that's changed, but still, I don't think that Jarvis Landry wants to come here to play with Ryan Tannehill again if he soured on the experience a couple of years ago. Predictable, says Kevin Jones at this point. Disappointing, says Ethan Green. Again, I don't know that, like, I don't know that we need to be so dramatic like Kendall Greer, who just says disgusting and, you know, disgusting in an interesting way to spell disgusting. But the way that I look at it, uh, I'll give you my one word here in just a second. But first, I want you to hear from everybody's favorite offensive coordinator. I want you to hear from Todd Downing on one of the re-signings that the Tennessee Titans made today. Hey, Todd, how much has, has Ben Jones kind of been an anchor, uh, a pillar for you guys as uh, kind of you, you've had guys in and out um, on kind of both sides of the line and, and just with, with the offense in general, how has he kind of maybe set the tone um, in, in addition to Ryan just making sure you guys stay on track this season? Yeah, there aren't enough words uh, to describe what Ben Jones means to this team and this offense. He is uh, an incredible, uh, tough uh, extremely smart, great teammate who just brings it every single week. And, uh, you know, we're so fortunate to have him as a part of this offense. And anchor is a, a great word, Ben, because he is uh, he's a guy that, you know, holds us in place and reminds us, uh, you know, where we need to be. So, you know, he is a, a great asset in so many ways and, and a wonderful person to have around to boot. So that was Todd Downing a couple of months ago talking about Ben Jones and the difference that he makes for this offense. And and as far as the one word, so again, Ben Jones, Jamarco Jones, who's a free agent on a you know a very relative, I mean, it's a super reasonable deal um, to come to the Tennessee Titans. Two years just north of $5 million right now to be a swing tackle here. They lost a lot of depth. And in bringing back Jeff Swaim on a one-year deal, the one word I would use... I'm going to tell you here in just a second, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're ready to feel the excitement of March Madness, DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, has an incredible offer for you. New customers can get $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays that allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever it is that you want. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code A to Z Sports, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game, and get $200 
in free bets this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, what one word would you use to, des- to describe the early approach that the Tennessee Titans have taken in free agency? For Derrickler, he says calculated. Jacoby echoes the same kind of sentiment. He says low-key. And that's that's basically the same direction that I'm heading. Functional is the one word that I would use to describe the Tennessee Titans on day one of legal tampering, right? Free agency begins, although most the deals will be agreed to and, and done in principle prior to the 3 p.m. new league year on Wednesday the 16th. But functional is the way that I would look at it right now. I think that they're going to let a lot of people spend at the top of the market. I think there's going to be a few names at this point that people recognize and that can still function at a reasonably high level in an offense like the Titans that will maybe not get the market that they quite expected. I think Jarvis Landry is off the table at this point. And really, when you look at the wide receivers, you're not crazy about what it is that's exactly on offer, especially if the going rate for pedestrian wide receivers, i.e. Christian Kirk, is going to be in the neighborhood uh, that we saw today, as Adam Schefter reported. And I'll give you some of those details later on in the show. But functional is the one word that I would use to describe the Tennessee Titans' day one approach at this point given what they needed. We know that they need their offensive line to operate at a higher level this year. Ben Jones was not a part of the problem last year, nor was Taylor Lewan. Roger Saffold passed his prime. By the way, congrats to Roger for getting another opportunity with the Buffalo Bills. Nate Davis, you hope for a little better from, and they they let David Questenberry go without tendering him as a restricted free agent. So they are planning, whether it's Jamarco Jones, Dylan Radins, a draft pick to be named later. The offensive line is getting retooled. Tight end position is still going to get retooled. And Jeff Swaim is just the start of that. I would expect them to continue to explore. And in fact, they are going to continue to explore veteran tight end options. And you can expect at some point a draft pick at that position as well, given that they had the kind of skirt in 2021 without the necessary draft capital and without finances, given that the salary cap last season took a $15.7 million haircut. So I I don't know that star star players are helpful when you're trying to win football games, right? Star players can give you an edge that not every other team has. But as, as Frank Howard points out, famous names don't win you football games. And you're paying for the name and past production at this point as much as you are for the functional guys who are going to continue to get the job done within a system. I I think that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel largely earned the benefit of the doubt, given the fact that they did this with 91 different dudes last year and still found a way to become the top seed in their division. Players have to execute on the field as well to their credit, but to John and Mike and, and John's staff, like I think that it's okay to let the big names basically peter out and then explore what lies beneath, which is players that may not necessarily have made that kind of a name for themselves on the front end, but can still find ways, i.e. Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard, to help your football team 
at this stage in their career. So functional is the one word that I would use to describe the Titans day one approach to the legal tampering period. All right, let's uh, jump into the free agency frenzy because we still have to talk about one free agent that you would prioritize for the Titans this week. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give me one name who you believe will uh, need to be prioritized in free agency this week at any position. And if you would prefer to say uh, a position group as opposed to a player individually, I think it'd be a better conversation if we had a player that you would like the Titans to prioritize that you could lobby. I'll certainly give you a player here in just a second. What one free agent would you prioritize this week for Tennessee? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss it together right after I tell you about the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address. Without, without the stress, the Ashton team will hook you up just as they did Titans general manager John Robinson, just as they did for Nashville Predators head coach John Hines, just as they did for me almost three years ago when I purchased my first home. The Ashton team will help you win with the Intel edge that only they can provide the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, uh, and this is a good uh, a good factoid put out by Zach Lyons at Football and Other F-Words. In fact, it just came across my timeline right now. It, just to give you kind of proper context for what John Robinson's MO has been on day one of the legal negotiating window. So he did nothing in this period on 2000, in 2016, his first season. He did nothing in this period in 2017, nor in 18, nor in 19, nor in 2020. The only time that he has ventured into handing out contracts, <clears throat> excuse me, into handing out contracts during the legal negotiating window, which is the period that we are currently in until Wednesday at 3 p.m., is Anthony Ferkser in 2021. And he did it with three players in 2022, Jeff Swaim, Jamarco Jones, Ben Jones. So like John, they don't get in the mix with this typically, even with their big acquisitions, Bud Dupree, um, big free agent signings for the Titans. Julio Jones was a trade. So that's a different conversation. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a bunch of names that have either worked at Logan Ryan was not one of these guys who they, who they were in the, talks with or had a deal done during this legal negotiating window. So that's a good stat by Zach Lyons at football and other F words at F words pod is where you can follow Zach and the boys looking, looking at this at this point and the free agent frenzy and who you would prioritize. You know, for me, I've heard the name Tyler Conklin a lot if he can block. And, and to be honest with you, Jared, I haven't, I know, I know who Tyler Conklin is just doing a little like surface level research at a breakout season for the Minnesota Vikings this year, super productive in an offense that's similar to what they want to do here in Tennessee with a quarterback who's similar. Although Kirk cousins, by the way, got a fat new deal. He's making $40 million this year. So I'll see your Ryan Tannehill 37 million and change and go, well, you could have Kirk who doesn't do much winning at all either regular season or postseason for 40, or you could have Ryan Tannehill this year for 37. Maybe that will make you feel a little bit better about your quarterback situation. But to your, to your point, Tyler Conklin is somebody who is going to be an interesting watch. Now, 
to be honest, I haven't seen a ton of his tape yet. I haven't, I haven't been able to been focused a lot on the draft prospects at this stage, but I will, I will do more research on Tyler Conklin as this week starts to develop. Um, because I do think that he can function in an offense like this one, especially if he's not the primary option. I still think they need a rookie, right? And it, depends on what the price point on Tyler Conklin is going to be. But one cost-effective veteran in Swaim, Tommy Hudson, who's on the roster, another free agent who I think can give them an immediate boost and a rookie who can learn and still play some meaningful snaps, that would be the ideal situation. But this tight end class, there's no clear and obvious first round. And in fact, there's not probably a first round tight end in this group. So all the good to great ones are going to go on day two in all likelihood. And, you know, the Titans don't have a second round pick. So that's a less than ideal situation. But you've seen a lot of the top names on the tight end market kind of go away. Rob Gronkowski is not signed and he would make a ton of sense here in Tennessee, even though his body, you know, Gronk's only 32, which is crazy to think about. Gronk has been part of our lives for so long in that sport that it feels like he should be much, much older than that. But he's only, he's only 32 at this point. And he fits the system, right? But with Brady going back, if Gronk plays again, and it's not guaranteed that Gronk plays again, he will go with Tom Brady. He's not going to come and move to another team if he wants to play football again this year, if Tom is going to run it back in, in Tampa Bay. So you remove that. Mike Gusecki, Dalton Schultz. Um, you had a, a couple. Zach Ertz is off the board with a contract extension. There's a couple of other interesting names, C.J. Ozoma with the Jets, which I thought was an odd deal, but perhaps he's down for the money and they gave him a substantial bag. Kind of looking at the uh, at the free agents that the Titans should prioritize, I really like Gerald Everett from the uh, – well, he was with the Seahawks most recently. He had been a player on the, Ra the Rams roster. Uh, Evan Ingram uh, – is somebody saying that he went to the Jacksonville Jaguars? I have not seen that reporting as of yet. I'll just do a quick check. Steelers placed a, that's not it. Um, I don't see anything about Evan Ingram to the Jacksonville Jaguars at this point, but they're signing everybody else. So it may well be, it may well be the case. I just, it hasn't crossed my timeline just yet. Um, but I mean, the Jags, the Jags spending is outrageous. Jags spending is unbelievable at this point. And they've got cap space to burn, right? But uh, I will have to, uh, so apparently that if that, if that happened, I must've missed it earlier today because I did not see the Evan Ingram to the Jacksonville Jaguars deal. Uh, but I'll continue to scroll and see if I did miss it because I'm sure you guys are right. Anyway, so there's a couple of different names at the tight end position, basically what I think should be prioritized is the tight end. And it's not going to be Gronk, but Gronk's the one that we have video of talking at joint practices with the Tennessee Titans earlier this year. Yes, it was a great decision and uh, definitely glad I'm still playing. I mean, it's a grind at times, but uh, overall it always pays off. Yeah, I, I think it, it uh, you know, it's, uh, it's part of being a team. Uh, you got to be unselfish if you want to win games. You got to be unselfish if you want to win championships. Um, and it starts with everyone uh, from the top to bottom, I feel like, you know, especially myself. Uh, you got to learn that, um, that, you know, the ball may not come to you every single time, but you just got to do your best, uh, whatever the play is, whatever the play call is. And uh, just got to go out there, work hard. And when, and when it's your opportunity, then that's the time. That's when you got to shine. 
So Gronk is likely off the table, and and producer Reed has been able to send me the Schefter tweet about Evan Ingram's one-year deal with Jacksonville. Jacksonville is spending outrageous amounts of money on guys like Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, and Zay Jones, who are, I mean, not not what they're going for, right? But listen, the market, you're you're worth what the market says you're worth, so good for those guys for getting paid. Um, It's just, though, a classic example of a team spending outrageous amounts of money to try and get at least semi-relevant because, of course, the Jags are the worst team in football as of this past year. But I think that the Titans' still priority should be on a veteran tight end. I think the wide receivers are going to be plentiful in this year's draft as they were last year, and you ended up with Des Fitzpatrick. So there's no guarantee that it pans out that way. But I do think that the approach for the organization is going to continue to be to prioritize veteran tight end help and a draft pick. At this point, let's talk about deals that were crazy, though, because we brought up Duvall and uh, and what Jacksonville is doing. There are a couple of numbers today that made me scratch our head, uh, scratch my head a little bit. Want to ask you guys if there was anything that caught your attention? Which free agency deal, whether it was a place that a player went or a price that a player uh, went for, which free agency deal most surprised you today? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube. Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac's got you covered. Whether it's commercial work that you need done or residential, Brymac is the best in the business. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical. So, which free agency deal surprised you the most today. Now, I pulled up a list of transactions that have gone down so far. Again, this is courtesy of Track. They do such a great job. And to look at the players who have since signed deals, some of the numbers that they were going for, uh, just to kind of give you an update. So you've got J.C. Jackson, who, and I'll, I'll do this by dollar amount, I think is the best way to do this. J.C. Jackson, five years, $82.5 million dollars. To go from New England to the L.A. Chargers, they're spending like crazy. Christian Kirk, four years, $72 million to go from Arizona to the Jags. You've got Hassan Reddick, the pass rusher from the Panthers to the Eagles. Uh, Forgive me, the linebacker from Atlanta, who is now a Jacksonville Jag. He got three years, $45 million. I, I would butcher his name if I tried to pronounce it, and so I will avoided at that at this point but we really haven't seen we really haven't seen the top wide receivers go cj ozoma three years 24 you've got in the offensive line world um by the way uh al woods continuing to get out here and get paid um roger saffold going to the bills today we haven't seen the contract details on that just yet but a lot of big money being spent at the top so when i say some of those contracts which one surprised you the most? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Christian Kirk by far says Adam Mooney. Today's contracts are ruining the game, says TJ Hines. Well, what, what do you mean by that? <clears throat> Can you expand on that for me, TJ? I I you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna disagree with your point if I may be misunderstanding you. So if you could give me a little more detail on how it's ruining the game, um, I would love to know. But in the meantime. I would say to you that they're probably underpaid if you really look at it for, and I understand that collective bargaining agreements 
There is a percentage of the profits that go to the players and a percentage of the profits that go for the owners. And those things are negotiated, <clears throat> excuse me, at a, at a previous date. And the revenue share is what the revenue share is. But for the money that the league makes, boys and girls, you could argue that all these dudes are underpaid because this is the biggest, baddest thing we've got in North American sport at this point outside of international soccer. And that fandom, it, it dwarfs the NBA. It dwarfs Major League Baseball. There's nothing to me that would indicate that these guys shouldn't get more money because of the revenue that is produced. Now, more players, right? More teams. But I, I don't think that you can make the argument I mean, it's, that, that it's ruining the game. I don't think that's so. I just think that you're starting to see a little more balance based on how crazy the television money is, which, of course, funnels all of these things. So as far as as far as contracts are concerned, uh, yeah, man, uh, the I don't know that there's another answer other than Christian Kirk because four year seventy two million for a wide receiver who hasn't had a thousand yard season yet is wild to me. All of your free agents are Jacksonville Jaguars. The latest comes with the do everything receiver Christian Kirk, formerly now of the Arizona Cardinals. Sources tell me in Tom Pelissero that Kirk is expected to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars and. You know, this is expected to be a large deal. Still working on firm and final numbers here. And, you know, it sounded like Christian Kirk went back and forth. Obviously had the uh, obviously had the Arizona Cardinals, had had some other receiver needy teams, the Cleveland Browns as well. But in the end, he goes to Jacksonville. And this is all about making sure that Trevor Lawrence is in a position to succeed. Big offensive lineman early, couple big time defenders. And now Christian Kirk ends up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Christian Kirk, four years, $72 million to go from Arizona to Jacksonville. They're just they're throwing money all over the place. We talked about Evan Ingram. Let me pull up the because for the Titans, three, you know, mid to low tier transactions today. Let me pull up what the Jacksonville Jags spent in total just on the first day of legal tampering, of contract negotiations theoretically beginning. You got Zay Jones for th- three years, 24. Christian Kirk, four years, 72. Evan Ingram, one year for nine mil. Brandon Scherf, who I'm sure is going to be expensive on the offensive line, but hasn't the uh, the contract details haven't been released yet. Uh, and then the linebacker from Atlanta, who signed the three-year $45 million deal. Like, it's crazy the amount of money that they spent on just one, two, three, four, five players as soon as legal tampering became possible. Like, they will improve their win total. More good players is always going to be beneficial, and the Jags have money to spend, right? So get yourself back into it. Salary cap will increase those contracts, you know, depending on how much or how many of those players pan out. Like, they're not all going to look as awful even by next season. But uh, bad teams, bad teams overspend this way. And, you know, maybe this is what it takes to get Trevor Lawrence back in the hunt. And honestly, like, I respect I, I respect the approach because rookie quarterback contract super valuable. You're hoping that Trevor Lawrence, the damage done in year one, is not you know something that's going to continue to uh, move forward, and so you're going to give him the best opportunity to succeed by adding players who, yeah, you're overpaying for, but are unquestionably better than the dudes that you had your roster 
had on your roster last year. And by the way, like Bryce Erickson points out, teams who have spent the most in free agency typically increase by three wins the following season. Uh, from Jack For Jacksonville, that would be going from two wins to five wins. So I don't know that that amount of money is worth five total wins on the year, theoretically, but maybe we will see legitimate growth from the Jags in year two of Trevor Lawrence. Be a lot more stuff to talk about. They're going to they're gonna get involved with a couple of different things in the coming days, guys. So, you know, even if you're, like, disappointed by how they won did went, I, I wouldn't get bent out of shape about it. They still have cap to clear, so you can expect some either contract restructurings or additional free agent uh, or additional cap casualties to come from Tennessee. And I think that you will see names that are, like we talked about today, functional. Like, I think functional should be the expectation. And if you draft game changers, that will help put your roster over the top. And if you can find players who can help you and function better in the role than the dude you had last year, well, then you're doing the job the correct way. We will see what ends up. And we, you know, we'll have no idea. No, I'm not going to do, you know, I'm sure somebody on A to Z Sports will uh, do like free agency grades for John Robinson after the fact. I just think the whole thing's, uh, a, a weird exercise until you see what they look like on the field together. But, um, you know, I, I think I think more often than not, they're right in their player evaluations. So we'll see how it plans out. Uh, Mike Connolly asks, is Taylor Lewan getting axed? No, they're not getting rid of Taylor Lewan, even as there would be considerable cap savings. All right. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like the show on the way out the door. We'd appreciate you throwing us a little like uh, button there. And thank you guys so much. As always, for hanging out, radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. We'll have more free agency news from 10 to 1. Tony Husband, the voice of Nashville SC, is going to be in studio. He actually covered the NFL for the BBC uh, in Europe a couple of years ago. So Tony can do uh, Tony can do it all, and we're looking forward to have him along with a couple of other guests as well. Uh, Ryan Powell says, Buck, bro, we have to talk about Travis Etienne tomorrow. What, 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 what happened with Travis Etienne? I don't know. Um, is there something I missed today with Travis Etienne that uh, I should know about? I have seen zero news regarding Travis Etienne. Um, yeah, there's nothing out there at this point. I had a schedule in his recovery. Uh, other than that, what do you want to talk about? Um, there's nothing there for me to break down for you. Anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow on the radio show. Starts at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. See y'all.